Welcome to Abergavenny Baptist Church, building faith and friendship. The Bible reading is from Luke chapter 2 and verses 1 through to 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. When they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven on earth, peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told, told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at the shepherds. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. A poem by Godfrey Rust, entitled, Joseph and the Shepherds. Midnight in Bethlehem, 0 AD. One or two people in difficulty. Out on the street with a donkey and a wife, Joseph had reached a bad point in his life. With a kind of problem that won't go away, a woman in labor and nowhere to stay. Now the root of it all when you boil things down was too many people in too small a town. When they dreamed up a plan of administration for a poll tax on all of the Jewish nation, only a bureaucrat somewhere like Rome would send everyone back to their ancestors' home. For little old Bethlehem wasn't designed to cater for David's prolific line. Still the problem was there and he couldn't disown it. They left it too late and Joseph had blown it. If, they, if they'd finished the packing the evening before and not gone back to check that they locked the front door, if they had not missed the turning at the roundabout and if they'd filled up the donkey before they set out, if they hadn't agreed to call in and see all of Mary's relations at Bethany or if only they booked by Israeli Express, that would have done nicely, but this was a mess. No room in the house, no room anywhere. They gave him the only place they could spare and the promised Messiah was born that night on the floor of a stable without any light. And where they cut the cord and cleaned up the mess and wrapped him in somebody's workaday dress, while Mary slept there exhausted and cold, Joseph sat by feeling helpless and old. This wasn't the way he thought it would be when the angel had told him their destiny chose them to look after the Holy One 
No, this was a farce. What God had done was to trust the care of the Savior instead to a man who couldn't even find him a bed. If only he had planned it more carefully then. If he only could go back and do it again. He turned around in his mind in the way he had blundered. And he looked at the infant and suddenly wondered if it all was a lie and if he was a fool and the object of everyone's ridicule. If the dreams of angels were tricks and not what they promised to be and his anger grew hot. When the shepherds burst in, all breathless and wild, and stopped in their tracks when they saw the child. They shifted their gaze from the baby's bed. Their eyes met his and he nodded his head, standing awkwardly, not knowing quite what to do. Now they all knew for certain the story was true. They stayed there for a minute. It might have been years. Now one of them spoke. Their hopes and their fears were gathered around this hopeless, helpless God as their minds tried to grasp what it meant. Where he stood, Joseph was silent as finally he saw this was how it was planned to be, that the smell and the dark and the dirt and the pain were not Joseph's mistake, but God's choice. As the rain ran down on Bethlehem, Joseph knew that people would be saved despite all they might do. He could not control it. He did not understand. He felt like a baby himself in God's hand. He thought of his anger and flushed now with shame. He remembered the angel had said that his name would be Jesus, God saves. He glanced up and saw that the shepherds had gone. A day had dawned. From the floor, Mary gazed at him quizzical on her straw bed. The tiny God-child cried out to be fed. Joseph moved to the business of a new day, gave the child to its mother and the donkey some hay. I find it absolutely mind-blowing that God would become a human and dwell amongst us. I mean, if I was God and if I was to become human, firstly, I would make sure that I was born in a palace or a five-star hotel. I would have ensured that I had the best midwives, the best doctors, the best organizers, respectable parents, and so on. In other words, I wouldn't have left it to a carpenter to a poor carpenter to organize my birth. Nowhere available, no room available, placed in a manger, in a feeding trough for an animal. And the guests, smelly, dodgy shepherds who had a very bad reputation in those days. But through Christmas, through God becoming human, we discover that our God doesn't remain aloof and distant. He doesn't remain distant from, from the messiness of our lives and our, our difficulties and our struggles, but rather He comes and He embraces and He identifies with us. He enters into our joys and our sorrows. He identifies with the, the messiness of our lives. And the reason He does this is because He loves you and He wants a relationship with you. God doesn't love us from afar, but meets us where we are. 
And we also discover through the, the Christmas story that God works through us. That God has plans and purposes for our life. We don't have to be perfect. Joseph was not perfect. He wasn't even married to Mary. But we need to trust God in the same way that Joseph trusts God. And so this Christmas, this Christmas day, within all the busyness of Christmas, all the cooking and the eating and the meeting of relatives and the opening of presents, let's not forget the true meaning of Christmas. That God became a human to dwell amongst us because He loves you, He wants a relationship with you, and He has a plan and a purpose for your life. So my prayer this Christmas is that you would come to know God more. That you would come to experience that profound truth and reality that God became a human and dwelt with us. That you would see the star, that you would hear the baby cry in the manger, that you would experience the Christmas story afresh and personally. That you would know God coming to you and that you would know Him personally. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we we stand in absolute awe and wonder at the fact that You, the Creator of the whole universe, would be prepared to come to us as a human, as a baby, vulnerable. That You didn't come and, and identify with only the rich and the famous, but You came as a poor peasant, placed in a manger, a feeding trough for animals. That you came and you identified with all of us. You identified with our weakness and our suffering. You identified with the messiness of life. And you experienced that. Because you love us. Because you want a relationship with us. And because you have plans and purposes for our life. And so Father we pray that this Christmas day. We wouldn't just get so caught up in the busyness of it. That we would actually stop and reflect. And allow you to come into our hearts afresh. By your Holy Spirit, we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about Abergavenny Baptist Church, please visit our website at abergavennybaptist.co.uk.